0: Let your snacks be heard. Just go to Frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Three Stakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official
1: rules at Frito Laysnacket.espnation.com. Yo,
2: Steve, what's up, man? This is Robert Ory. And I got one thing to say I'm sorry, Steve Nash.
3: What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, are my podcasting partners, Paul. Cricket sounds? Paul's sick. Feel better, buddy. Daniel's here. What's going on, everyone? And, you know, we didn't want to be left, just the two of us. It gets a little out of hand when we do that, so we thought we'd bring in a couple of guests, since Paul's not going to be with us, because... Now, we need two people to fill Paul's shoes. That's for sure. That's for sure. So we got two of our boys from the Aussie Sons Fans podcast, did I say it right?
0: That's nicely done.
3: Right. Fucking nailed it. It only took me like 74 times. I don't know why it's so hard for me. Our <laughs> boys from Boy, Boyd and Gavin, what's up fellas? Hey, how are you? Going? Man. I like how you guys like said hello in unison, in unison. That was, that was really cute. So the, 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 they are our guests today. And you know what though, before we, before we dive into our guests, I I need to step back because Daniel, I feel like I need to allow you a moment to plug what you might want to plug before our guests get to plug what they want to plug.
2: Yeah. Follow our friends over at Buffalo trace, the best Kentucky straight bourbon out there for Big uh, best bang for your buck, I should say. They are the unofficial sponsor of Fanny the Flames, as well as at of Ultra. They are what is bringing me down tonight. Actually, what's keeping me down? Because I've been down for quite, for probably most of the day ever since last night.
3: You know what? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're going to get into all of that, and I'm gonna bring. What I like to think is some optimistic point of view to this. And I'm not going to (laughs) lie. Is my audio okay? I feel like I lost you guys for a second. And that totally threw me off as I'm going through this. I feel like we're way out of sorts right now. But we good? You guys can hear me okay?
2: You sound great.
3: Oh, I love that. Thank you. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at (laughs) socialsaysay. Paul is at Dervish World, even though he's not here. And hey, boys, why don't you guys go ahead and plug what you guys got?
0: Uh, so uh, obviously we've got at Aussie Suns fans, which uh, is the group of us, which basically I operate by myself, and I am also at Guesswork Gav. Boy, uh,
1: hang on, I uh, at Bud's eighty-three.
3: Sorry, the- I didn't mean to put you guys—I didn't mean to put you guys on the spot like that.
1: My bad. It's all good if you can't find me, because I honestly, I don't like a lot of the folks on Twitter, so um yeah, just um stay clear and carry on, like uh, Kendrick would say.
3: <laughs> like Kendrick would say. Hey, maybe <laughs> we'll even talk about Kendrick a little bit here on this episode of Fanning the Flames, and yes, of course, welcome to Fanning the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That's us. I did all this, all sorts of backwards, mixed up order today, but you know what? It seems perfectly apropos, because... It's been a backwards, mixed up couple of days, boys. Right? Because look, let's let's talk about what we're here to talk about. This Phoenix Suns. But you know, actually, step back before that. Look, I'm gonna be all over the place today. I really am. I need to give Boyd and Gavin some kudos here because I I'll say this. I I have a small rotation of Suns podcasts that I listen to, and I I love listening to these guys. <laughs> they 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 bring it, and they they talk shit to each other that I feel like would make like Paul feel a little like bashful even though he's had to deal with me for the past 20 plus years. So so I appreciate that very much. If you guys don't listen, I mean, they're, they're also very handsome. And what's what, what's not to love about listening to an Australian accent for like an hour, and they're talking about Sons of Basketball. So tune in, check them out, everybody. Okay, Now, now, now. Should we talk about the Phoenix Suns? So where are we at, boys? One and one in the series against the Pelicans. We're coming off of a... 125 to 114 defeat against the Pelicans at home last night. Recording here on a day, is it Wednesday? Um, I've never had less fun. I was at the game never had less fun at a basketball game in my life, but we'll delve into that later. But elephant in the room, Devin Booker's hamstring. I'll start with the guests. I'll let you guys battle over who gets to go first. You go, Gav. How worried? How worried are you about not just the hamstring, but how worried about this series?
0: Um, well, two two part question, really. Uh, the series, I, I'm not so worried about the series at all. I mean, realistically, there's a reason that the Pelicans were a playing team and we had the best record in the NBA. And um fact is that we missed Book for a lot of that part, of, a lot of the regular season. We missed CP as well. Um, DA missed a chanke of basketball. We, we do have that next man up mentality. So, From a series perspective, I still think we're positioned quite well. Um, Obviously, that'd be a lot different if we were playing someone like the Golden State Warriors or the Memphis Grizzlies. But coming up against the Pelicans, I still think we've got enough enough depth there to be able to step up and really take them on. Um, When it comes to the injury, look, Book's got ongoing hamstring injuries. We all know it. Um, I've listened to plenty of pods that have spoken about it all week. But um, that's, that's obviously a big concern um, and hopefully he can recover pretty quickly from
1: it.
3: Yeah. And I think one of the, one of the things too, that I guess, you know, if you want to take a positive away from it is that it's not the same hamstring that book had, excuse me, dealt with earlier this season. So, I mean, I, I don't know if that's a positive or a negative, actually, as I say that <laughs> maybe it's, maybe it could be one could be other. Um, but yeah, those those hamstrings can can definitely be tricky. And I guess I mean, I don't think we need to paint the picture for anybody. I mean, everybody saw what's happened. And you know, can I it was it was weird, right? Did anybody notice right off the bat? And I guess sorry, Boyd, I didn't even let you go yet, but did you guys actually notice right off the bat? Because like I said, I was there from the broadcast perspective. Did they say anything right away about book being hurt or did it take a little bit? Because I didn't realize until we got I don't know, into the, maybe the fourth. And I'm like, why isn't book back yet? And I actually went on
0: Twitter. Uh, It it came up because we called a timeout straight away. They actually mentioned it on the broadcast that they were working on his hamstring and he was going down into the rooms. Um, But obviously then there was a couple of tweets from people uh, at three quarter time, that book was back on the bench. So there was a little bit of optimism that he might've come back on the floor, but, I think once he didn't start that last quarter, it was pretty obvious he wasn't coming back.
3: Yeah. And, and it's funny because I, I mean, like I said, I realized it a little bit later that he was hurt. And I remember when they called that timeout, and I thought to myself, well, that was really freaking weird because Book kind of passed the ball in, and I didn't see, I didn't see kind of the, the signals or any kind of the back and forth, but. Book passed it in. And Chris Paul just kind of stood there for a second and just called time out. And I was like, that was kind of weird. But then that certainly explained where where things came from. But at any rate, Boyd, let's get to you, buddy. So the series, the hamstring, how are you feeling about it all?
1: No, no. Look, I think um, I think we can we can we can do this in in five. So um, with or without book, um, I think I think as what's been reported on Twitter, I think we'll get to a point where it's um definitely the next two on the um um at new orleans and then we'll and then and look if we win the next two um i think we'll give him another game off and we'll just keep um we'll just keep riding the fortune of our other guys performing and stepping up in his absence to give him as much time as possible for the next round which is going to be much tougher regardless of who we pick up um but yeah look at the at the moment guys i mean we've seen we've seen we've seen that like uh, total lows and 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 a few big highs so we've seen the pelicans fucking shoot like a bloody amateur squad and then come come out um um yesterday and and shoot 55% from 3 and they they had they had two or three players i think ingram that fucking avocado guy and and um another one of them uh, them pelicans uh shot 100% from 3 so i think it was um yeah no it was avocado and ingram and five from five from three. So they just went from one extreme to another, caught us off guard. We were resting on our laurels. Um, um Booker was firing, firing in that first half. And I suppose we didn't quite get into the groove as a team. And then um and then he abruptly leaves the game and it's like fucking switch on, guys. Get into it. And probably probably couldn't. We didn't. So yeah, look, I look, I think I think Monty will make the adjustment. Now without with, without Booker, and I think we'll see the likes of Campaign Crowder and Cameron Johnson come into some form because these guys have been been on the outer a bit. They've been in a bit of a bit of a slump, but um, again, I think that they start coming good with that little bit of extra responsibility.
3: You think they're going to start coming good?
1: Yeah, bloody hell. I'd <laughs> want to. Oh, there we <laughs> Dan,
0: go. Okay. Dan okay. what do you think?
2: <laughs> Sorry. I love how he's calling him avocado. Dude, I love okay. that too. I, That's oh, fantastic. I, I, I
3: absolutely love that. And you can't I not can't dip. believe you stole
0: my shit. Oh, That's
3: oh not, is that you? Did you? I mean, I feel like, yeah, I, create, like I created I, it in the,
0: in the chat group, and he's here,
3: just run with it. Here's what I'll almost guarantee you. I, I will almost guarantee you at some point along the lines, Al McCoy has called him avocado on, uh, like, not on purpose. So it's already been taken by Al- don't you worry about that. Sorry,
1: Al. I apologize I for trying to claim it. Yes, you, you pinched it off Espo. I'm, I'm sure he does it on the PH and X pod. He calls him Avocado.
2: Well, that's even worse.
1: Well uh, I'll I'll research that.
2: I'm just kidding. No, um that was great. Uh, that was but yeah. Dan with the zinger. <laughs> uh but yeah, man. I it was really weird. Um it's unfortunate what we were deprived of last night because Devin Booker looked to be on one of those sixty to seventy point nights. Um he had thirty-one points in the first half. He fucking fist bumped a baby on the sideline on the sidelines, which was freaking amazing. Um, that, was, that was amazing. He was amazing. He was, he was what some call white hot. Like he just everything was going in. Um, and I thought he was going to have one of those nights. He was going to go for 60, 70 points. I'm really uh, not upset, but I'm really, uh, uh, I'm, I'm kind of pissed off slash disappointed that it seemed like Chris Paul kind of iced him out. in that the beginning of that third quarter, um, especially when they were making a run, I'm like Booker has, he, he, he was scoring from the parking lot and Chris Paul's like, you know what? That's cool and all, but it's time for me to get mine. And then just started throwing up shots, and it's very reminiscent of what he does to Da when Da's getting hot, right? Da's hot, he's making everything. He'll be seven for seven um, from the floor, and then you know they'll they'll do the pick and roll. And instead of looking for eight on the pick and roll, he'll try to get his little you know midi up. And whether it goes in or not, that's not the point. The point is play the hot hand, especially with Chris Paul not having the best shooting night last night. Um, but it was a
0: very
2: weird night, man. Um, that was, I, I think he went through Crowder quite a bit too, didn't he? Yeah, and that was another thing.
3: I don't uh, <laughs> get me started on Crowder. Um, dude, uh, hey, but here's let me, let me let me let me let me say something about Jay. Jay went through the same thing last year in the playoffs, that, that's, he that's fine, that's, that's and, fine, and he and he snapped right, he snapped out of it in a big way. and I'll look it up and see which game it was, but there was a game where he hit like four threes in the first quarter, right? You, you remember the game, Gavin.
0: Yeah, it was against the Lakers. It was in the first round so. as well last year. He he sucked it up, and then uh, I think LeBron and the Lakers bench had a bit of fun at his expense. And the next game, he came out and lit it up.
2: Yeah, and I'm was not he saying a- he's not going to get out of
0: it either. I'm just saying, fuck,
3: dude. He needs to. <laughs>
2: yeah,
3: he needs to. Well,
1: so let me let me say this just to that point. At, do you think there's a little bit of? Um, that's a, that's a little bit by design in 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 the sense that they may have just been looking to get some other guys firing because, um, I mean, is Booker going to beat the entire Pelican squad on his own for four quarters? That's all
0: fine if you're fifteen points up.
1: Yeah, yeah, it
3: was it was it was a tight game. I mean, through the third quarter, so you know, I who knows who knows who knows what it was, but. You know, I think you bring up a good point, Dan. It's something that I I thought about some last night as I wasn't sleeping and thought about, you know, throughout the day. And that's what we what we missed in getting to see from Booker. Because, OK, yeah, he 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 came out with about what four, four, four and a half minutes left in the third quarter. Hadn't scored yet in that quarter. But again, we saw what he was on that night. Dude, I I've, it was unreal. I mean, he was seven for eleven from three. He made one. Of course, he had one that was a toe on the line shot because it's Devin Booker. Um, two of the threes that he missed were threes that like rimmed in and out like he, he was he was he was on fire. And maybe it was by design, Boyd. Maybe it was. Hey, let's let's try to get you know a, another hand involved here. Um, but I have little doubt that it would have switched right back to book at some point And we would have seen him continue where where he, he left off there at the end of that first half. Um, but, but we didn't get to see it. Uh, and 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 yeah. you know what? we we will. we We will. But, hey, Dan, so what about what about this series? Because you haven't you haven't yet chimed in on how you feel about this series. um you've you've been quite clear that you've been down a little bit about this. And I'm hoping I'll we can we can bring your spirits up a little bit, buddy. But I mean, how down are you? I guess we're about to find out because tell me what's gonna happen in this series.
2: Um, I'm, I'm going back to the dark side, man. I, I you know, I've said this on multiple podcasts. Uh, I've said it on coast to coast with Flash. Oh, wait, that with Flash with Flex. Flash.
3: <laughs> wow. uh, oh, I'm gonna text him right now and tell him you just called him Flash.
2: You do that. <laughs> you do that. He's probably still up, so you probably.
3: I know, response. right?
2: But anyway, I was talking about this with Flex. And we were talking about how I'm like, man, my team's a favorite. And I'm like, you know, I can't believe I'm gonna say this, but you know, the Suns are gonna win it all. I am no longer on that fucking train, man. I'm I'm back on the you know what? Show it to me first. I'm not gonna get too far ahead of myself. I'm not putting this team in the finals. I'm not giving them the Larry O and saying they're gonna win it. Show me. Show me because I cannot go through another 2021 like I did last year.
3: Hey, Just you know what? You know what, Dan? I'm okay with this. I kind of love it actually, because it, it, it it feels, it feels like we're coming full circle. Like maybe you did get a little too optimistic. Maybe, maybe, maybe the sun was shining a little too brightly for us. And maybe we need a little Dan Duarte darkness to, to level, (laughs) to level the heads of the suns out there. Look, look, I'm a big believer in, in, in the trickle effect throughout the universe. Right. So Maybe your little change, Dan, is exactly what this team needs. I'm, I'm, I am i i do not know. I'm just now. I'm just saying shit.
2: <laughs> yeah, like, it, it, but no, I
3: seriously, though, of- dude. I kind of like you being this way. Like, it, it, it's kind of refreshing. I, I kind of like it. I don't, I don't like you not being happy and being depressed or being sad. But, but I like, I like show it to me, Dan Duarte.
2: <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I'll say this about last night, man. I feel like last night was. Uh, you know, like it was cool. You know that book was going off, and there was that that there was a couple moments of doubt where I'm like, the Pelicans are just they're on fire right now, and even a, it's going to take a, a supernova book to pull this off, and it might be just one of those weird games. But coupled the cu- the couple of the loss with the loss of book, and it was just like a fucking like talk about the giant kick in the nuts, dude. Like yeah. even if we would have been able to pull that game off last night. I would have been like, you know what, that sucks. But now, you know, we're up two nothing, and I don't think we're going to lose the series anyway. But I would have been like, we're up two nothing. We lose book for the next couple games. You know, maybe the rest of the series, but we'll be fine. But just like losing that and hearing all the bullshit, hearing Kendrick Perkins carry on the whole fucking day talking about how the Pelicans are going to win this in seven, like Jesus Christ, dude.
3: Yeah, no, well, and you know, it's one of those things that we've talked about on the pod a lot. If you look at the losses that the Suns had throughout this season, there was a pattern where it was the Suns had an off shooting night, but it wasn't just that. It was the other team also had a ridiculous shooting night and an, an anomaly for them, if you will. Historic. <laughs> and we saw that exactly from the Pelicans last night. I mean, dude, the Suns down the stretch, you know, that we talk about the clutch team, right? The Suns' defense down the stretch wasn't, you know, the sieve that we saw through through portions of the game. They had hands and faces with shots. Brandon Ingram made some threes that I was like, Brandon Ingram can't make that three. Look, I love Brandon Ingram. I think he's a very he's a great player, but that's just not what you expect to see out of him. And and he was hitting things that, you know, again uh, aren't normally in his bag. And 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 that's what it takes to beat the Suns. And I'm I'm still gonna sit here and, you know, agree with all of you guys, of course, and say that that's not gonna happen four times against them in this series. Uh, and you know, I said I said before, you know, we were talking about the play in tournaments and picking all of those, you know, I picked new Orleans to play the suns in the first round and I said, it was going to be suns in five. I'm going to stick with that. And that's where we're at right now. Um, you know, Boyd, brought up a good point. Could the suns have, should the suns have maybe picked it up in the absence of Booker there? Yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, I'm not going to sit here and, and, you know, fault a bunch of kids at the end of the day, for seeing one of their boys go down like that and maybe being deflated a bit, you know, human nature comes into this kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm still just as confident as I was. I'm bummed, but at the end of the day here, here, let me, let me, can I take it a step further for you guys? Unless anybody wants to chime in? Cause I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely monopolizing. No, good. Cause well. I, I'm going to keep going. I think a positive can come out of this because, I'm stoked to see what the Suns come out like on Friday, because we've seen the Suns through this season come out after losses and come out like gangbusters. Now they have an opportunity to do that without Devin Booker. If they come out like I expect them to, I, I and I'll say this right now, I, I would be shocked if the Suns did not win the next game handily. But if they come out like I expect them to, like gangbusters and play the game that we know they can play and not this lackadaisical transition defense that we saw in this, you know, just kind of lackadaisical play across the board, I guess you can say, and they come out like gangbusters and they, they win this game. Then I I feel like my confidence level goes back up even higher than it was before. Cause then I see this team perform through diversity without its best player, without the MVP of the NBA, fuck everybody else. And Perform like that then i'm thinking really nobody beats us and i still think that but that's my that's my silver lining in this in this very dark cloud that that sun's nation is sitting in right now planet orange if you will
1: i've got a I, yeah i I've agree completely with that justin thank you i've got something to say to both. it's
3: nice if people agree with me dan's usually just you know i'm kidding
1: <laughs> go on boy dan i've just made an observation dan you uh, and Ricky Rubio, you need to listen to that guy. Never too high, never too low. <laughs> his, his motto. You seem to be either in in the in the clouds, or just in the dumps, and then you sort of come out of it pretty quickly. But you you fucking erratic, is what I'm saying. <laughs>
2: so
1: um, but yeah, look, yeah, you,
2: that's you accurate.
1: <laughs> you're you're down low enough that you're like, well, now you have to fucking show it to me. Well. Well, i well, I say that's that's what they showed us during the, the entire season, um, and last season, and the playoffs, right back to the bubble. The breaking records left, right, and center. The first time in I don't when was the last time we had um, um, two players in the top five consideration for defensive Player of the year, MVP, and I'll throw another one in there, um the coach of the year. This is a. This is this is the perfect storm, I believe. I still reckon we're going straight to the finals. Um, and 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 your thing earlier, Justin, when you when you mentioned, oh yeah, we'll we'll fucking we'll we'll give them a pass because they're human and they're they're fucking professionals, man. They're professionals. You don't give them a fair. pass. Because That's fair. People. They don't they don't work fucking nine to five jobs and come home to a, a family on their ass all the time and. Well, they probably do to to a certain extent, but they've got lots of fucking money and they've got people they can pay to do that stuff. They've also, they they also get to play a sport and they get to train and just fucking be professional all day, every day. They, they need to concentrate on being professional for 48 minutes a few times a week. Rant type
3: Hey, really quickly, I just, I looked this up and just ran the numbers real quick. So in, 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 win- in losses this year, the Suns opponents shot roughly 41% from three. In wins this year, Suns wins, that is. You guys want to take a shot at what what opponents shot roughly from three? 32%. Next.
0: Yeah, that, that that's uh, I reckon that's about right because I ran the same numbers today.
3: Well, there you go. Well, then, Boyd, I would say that because they're right.
1: Yeah, right, I'll say.
3: but I mean, there it is. I mean, I mean, and, and of course, I mean, that's one, one little, one little smattering, but, but at the end of the day, you know, again, to the point, the, 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 the Pell shot 55%. Look, if they shoot 55% from three for three more games, a series then fucking good for them. Right. It's <laughs> Not going to happen. Well, good. For Not going to happen. You know, well, okay. they
0: haven't, they haven't all season. Have they? I mean, let's be honest. The right. Pell's shot 30, 30- six thirty four, thirty five percent all year and then come out and shoot fifty seven percent in game two. Come on. It's not gonna happen again.
3: I agree. I agree. Um so
0: hey, so what
3: do you guys think though? So we all think the suns are still going to come on hit this series. i lo- I, I love I, I'm so happy because if anybody well, said well, anything uh, otherwise, I would have lost my shit. So good. yeah, well,
2: boyd's <laughs> good.
0: Boyd hasn't um predicted a loss this year at all. so Me neither I, I think we know that answer. Um, if anyone does check out the Aussie Suns fans podcast, Boyd has not predicted a loss this year.
1: I'll um, tell you this, Gav. If I, the day I predict a fucking loss, I will not watch that game because I'll be confident in the fucking result. I don't, I don't <laughs> want to watch that shit. The day I stop being a fan is when I'll start predicting loss, losses for the Suns.
0: So I be, thought we'd go, to be fair, I thought we'd you, go did,
1: you did go with the odds and you did you were right more than you were
0: wrong. So. That's, that's probably I'm, true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I did go a gentleman's sweep and I'm sticking with that. I, I think that we, the reaction that'll come out of this team and everyone's overreact. Look, book being out sucks. It sucks ass. None of us want to see that, but reality is I think we're going to see a completely different defensive unit come um, Friday, your time, Saturday, our time. Um, and not only defensively, but offensively. And someone mentioned before, I think Justin, you came off the back of Boyd and, Mentioned the um, the fact that that there, this is an opportunity for others to sort of step up, um, and I think every time we've had Chris Paul or Devin Booker out of the side, we've seen guys like Jay Cam Johnson, Well, look at Cam Johnson against the Knicks. Um, I think we're going to see these guys probably hit a little bit of a a, uh, a a motion, I suppose, in the in the this game with Book being out. They'll have more minutes. They'll have more shot opportunities. Um, we'll see a little bit of momentum from these guys. And we saw it with campaign with uh, Chris Paul out in the playoffs last year. So I, I really do think that's exactly what we're going to see from these guys coming out Friday, your time, Saturday, your time.
3: Well, and, and, you know, one thing that's lost in a lot of this too, Oh, Dan just liked our, 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 <laughs> our chat and a bunch of hearts just popped up on the screen. That was, Oh, that was like, I, I feel so like, I don't know. I feel so happy now. Um, now I lost my train of thought though. Uh, oh, one thing that got lost in in all of this is, I have to tell, I have to bring it up, is the fact that this was also another Scott Foster game. And look, <laughs> Scott Foster, he 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 wasn't great. He wasn't he wasn't horrific, but still, it was a Scott Foster game, and the numbers are what the numbers are. Odds odds were, unless a Thirteen game streak was going to be broken. That we were going to get that result, and and I I I don't get it. Um, well, I have my conspiracies. I I could do a whole pod on just fucking conspiracy theories about why Scott Foster's still in the NBA even though he you know was communicating on a regular basis with Tim Donahue while Tim Donahue was betting on basketball games. That seems like a big deal, but apparently not.
0: And, and when the uh when he gets Suns games, the odds tend to tighten up a little bit
2: exactly change. that's, that's weirdly. i mean jesus dude
0: and you know what and i'll
2: say this for dan bickley since dan bickley you know thinks some <laughs> fans are soft for complaining about refs after a while man things it's not it's no longer coincidence it's a fucking trend Over 13 is a fucking trend dude it's not <laughs> 7 and 6 it's not 6 and 7 it's 0 and 13 that's that regardless of what the last game shows. I don't give a shit that Scott Foster wasn't that bad last night. No, you got to be like, Holy shit, dude. Like this is, this is just, you can't just write it off as a coincidence. You can't
3: exactly no 100%. And, and I will say, okay, look said Scott Foster wasn't horrific last night. That's the nicest thing I'll ever say about him. Chanting, you know, you hear the refuse suck chants, right? So me like a couple guys around me and and I we, we started a Scott you suck chant. Just you know very specific. And and I did confirm I you know I I don't know if it got loud enough that it like would have gotten out around the broadcast but I did confirm with others in the arena that it was heard throughout the arena. So therapeutic you know that was that was therapeutic right up there with the Robert Ory apology for me I'm not gonna lie but maybe it was in part because I was there yelling just yelling that in fact the guy behind me or in front of me turns around after he goes that was solid and I'm like oh thank you (laughs) thank you very much but anyway that's all we need to say about that because fuck it fuck Scott Foster fuck just yeah Mm. okay what do we want to talk about next boys because you know what I didn't do a whole lot of planning before this. How about you? how How's how's the how's the weather down in Australia? Is the toilet water still spinning in the opposite direction?
1: Last time I checked, mate. I I, I try to keep my head out of the toilet as much as possible while I'm doing the business. But um, yeah, it's still um, I don't know what's which which way it goes. All I know is it's opposite to what yours goes, and that's about it. But um, it's um, it's humid, man. It's humid and and um and hot right now. So um, I've I've been in an air conditioned car all day, and um, I'm feeling it now that I'm in my garage recording this podcast with you gentlemen.
3: Yeah, I feel oh, bad sorry. that I'm the I feel weird that I'm the only one that doesn't record. Like I'm if, if you know for for those of you listening, which is only the only the only people that would be paying attention to this because we don't put this out on video. I'm I'm sitting here watching three guys record all in garages, and I'm not in a garage, and I feel kind of out of place. So not cool. Yeah. I I mean I mean you guys could have sent me the message. I would have I would have. <laughs> Sat in my garage,
2: probably not. No, I don't, yeah, I was going to say I don't think you would have. <laughs> nah,
1: no, no. I, I got a question. No. Who we Shoot, got? Boy. Uh, who who we got? We, we, books out. We got we got forty five minutes. We got um, is it Landry Shemmer or is it a Macau Bridges slide down to the two? What is I I, I think. A, um, is it a Biombo um, um, starting at the four? Or oh, no. What. How do we um, how do how
3: do we do this? Who wants to go first? I think uh, I think Landry's starting. I mean, I think that's the obvious the obvious move that's going to happen. He's not going to obviously fill all the minutes that Book would 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 take, but you know we're we're going to see we're going to see some legit Landry minutes. We we're going to need Cam and Jay to hit shots that we know that they can hit. I mean, that's what it boils down to as far as I see it.
0: Anybody else? Yeah, I think um I think Landry will start. I don't think he should. Um I, I just think the matchup with the Pelicans especially we've probably struggled a little bit with length. So I'd prefer to see McHale switch to the two, particularly because he's guarding the two anyway. Um he's he's been on CJ. Um so I'd rather see him sort of cover off that two, put Cam into the starting lineup, um, and allow him to guard Ingram. Which puts Jay back onto Jackson Hayes because I did notice that basically the the uh, the two guards are being trying to switch up and guard on Jackson Hayes at the moment with um, Jay guarding Ingram and Mikael guarding um, CJ. So I'd rather see us put the length on the floor, use Shamit off the bench with Campaign and Tory, um and Javal, I suppose the potential there is to utilize a little bit of biz maybe in the second unit. But that also depends on what sort of minutes they throw in because game one, Jackson Hayes barely played at all. I think he played about 11 minutes, but in the last game, he played quite well and um, played quite a lot of minutes and hurt us a lot. Killed us in transition a lot.
3: For sure. Yeah, they were running out. They were running out hard. Yeah, they're running out hard and also, you know, well, I guess different sides of the floor. Never mind. Go on, Daniel.
2: I think that, I think Shamit will get the start. I think he should get the start. Um, Camp, Cam Johnson hasn't been Cam Johnson now for a bit. I mean, he played, I think he played fairly well in game one, uh, but he's, his shot just is not going up. I think, I think he was what, one for seven. Uh, one for six, one for seven from three. Um, couple of that with Jay and holy shit. Um, let's just say that's not going to be the norm. That's not, I don't think that's going to happen on a regular basis. If it does, we're fucked anyway. So, you know, it is what it is on, on that account. But for me, I don't think you can, I mean, a lot I've seen a lot of people on Twitter say that Cam should start. I just don't think that's a good idea because now you're depleting the bench. Now you're coming in with, you know, campaign and, and, and Torrey Craig off the bench. And I mean, talk about people not looking like themselves campaign has been pretty awful the first couple of games. And I mean, you could, he's coming back from the injury. I get that, but at the same time, we need him to p- play better. If we're going to, if we're going to get to where we want to get to, and I'm not even just talking about this series, I'm talking about going forward.
3: Yeah. And, and, you know, I think, you're right about you know Cam Johnson not not being himself, but he is coming off being out for a while, and he he just like Jay kind of did the same type of thing going into the playoffs last year. You know he he went into the playoffs a little bit cold. Um, but yeah, those guys those guys need to pick it up. I mean that's what it boils down to at this point. If Book's not going to play, like the, the the minutes are the minutes are Landry can fill however minutes he's going to fill. Guys can slide wherever they're going to slide, but somebody's going to have to fill the basket the way that book would have. It's got to be picked up one way or another, right? That has to come into play too. And Landry getting more minutes. Okay. Do I expect him to hopefully do what we expected him to do when, when they brought him in here? Yeah, absolutely. But is, is he going to fill it up? I I wouldn't count on it. That's why I I always look, I keep looking back to Cam Johnson and, and Jay as those guys that, at least need to do what we know they can do. They don't necessarily need to go. I mean, we saw Cam Johnson before he got injured. He was going crazy, dude. That last game, the Knicks game. Holy shit, what do you have? 37 was it that game? Something like 38 that. 38 in the
2: game winner. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, man. And 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 we know he can do that. It's just a matter of him getting there. I'm not saying he even needs to do that in this series. He just needs to be Cam Johnson. Jay Crowder needs to be Jay Crowder. Campaign needs to be campaign, and we win this series without worrying about it at all. Whether book's playing or not, maybe we don't even need book to play the series, but we need those guys to do that. And again, back to the way this team has responded to losses all year, I'm wholly confident that they're going to show that they're, you know, they're going to go back to their normal form, and they're going to show what Dan wants to see, at least in that regard. Yeah,
1: so I think, I think, I think the uh, getting that starting nod. In that sort of environment is just the little, uh, little bit of a, a pep up that uh, Cam Johnson needs. Um, I think he's he came back from injury, and I think he had seven or eight games back from injury, and he never quite looked like himself. But I've been trying to think as to why, because generally they they find their feet after a couple of games, and they and they get somewhat back into their rhythm. But he he, he came in at a time when we had um, different players out for different reasons. Um, we even rested some some people. It was a little bit discombobulated, you, I, I will say. So he's come back into a different environment that he left. Um, so maybe that is, that's contributing to the fact that he hasn't got it going yet. But I think that that extra little bit of responsibility and getting the nod to jump into the three, um, uh, bridges to the two, and fucking Jay's got to shoot himself out of this slump. That's how he'll come out, and I reckon he'll hit. Six from six, and and everyone will just shut up and forget about the first two games, and it's going to be feed Jay, feed Jay. But yeah, look, I think um, I think that extra length would be good, and just um, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, Shamit and um, and Tori are going to get some more mim- uh, mim- minutes minutes <laughs> minutes as a result of Book being out. But um, I think yeah, I think Macau to the two and um, uh, Johnson to the three. And Landry Landry played quite well when he came in on the weekend.
0: Um he he impacted he us straight away. He did. He did a couple yeah, couple of threes, no, you're right. Had a nice nice dunk. Um look, I, I think Landry's played well enough. Well, on the Cam Johnson thing and we keep talking about whether or not he's got he got his rhythm. I actually think towards the end of the year when those guys were out, we were trying to force feed Cam Johnson three-pointers to so that he could get his flow back and I think it impacted him because it was outside That's of a really the system. That's a really good point. Yeah, really good point. I think I think you're right about that. Um, and again,
3: we just need this team to do what we know this team can do. Um, and, and you know, he has this question. I know my answer to it. And I think maybe I already kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier. But, you know, I used the word lackadaisical a couple of times earlier uh, on the episode in relation to their performance yesterday. And that's something I don't I don't remember the last time I said lackadaisical in reference to the suns. Um, I mean, I'm, I know I've done it a lot on this pod because we potted through a lot of really shitty years, but as of late, it's, it's, it, I don't remember. Um, are you guys concerned at all over what you saw from the, you know, again, the sun's lackadaisical nature, uh, on both ends of the floor? Really? It seemed like yesterday.
0: How about let's go, let's go Gavin. Yeah. Uh, not, not overly. Um, obviously our transition de- defense was not ideal in game Two. Um, but I I think that the Pelicans caught us by surprise by using guys like Jackson Hayes on that breakout, and um, I think that they won't get away with that again. Um, On the offensive end, I think after what we did in game one where we exposed their bigs, um, particularly in switch-ups, we we probably tried to go to that a little bit too much in game two, um, particularly in the second half. Uh, I can't see us doing that. We'll, We'll run more more of the playbook, I suppose, um, up against them this week and not be as predictable. And um, I, I think that was our biggest problem was we we were just – we thought that we could run those screen plays, um, the elbow play in particular, and walk through it because we have done all year. And we, we've got other options that we can utilise there and we just didn't utilise them in game two. So uh, am I concerned about it? No, not really. I, um, if it becomes a trend in Friday's game, absolutely, it starts to become more worrying. But I think we're going to see a, um, a completely different response from this team in Game Three. How about you, Boyd? What are you thinking, man?
1: No, no. Look, I yeah, they they shell shocked us, right? And 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 you're right, it was lazy. But I'm trying to think. I I don't remember the last time this. I don't know if there's been a time this season that we've that we've been laxadasia or lazy or just um like this the wide open shots I were getting were super wide open. And it's just like like fucking they would have seen it and they just went, oh, give them that one. Fucking let's get back. But I that's Monty's not gonna let that happen again. Yeah, he's not gonna let it happen again. You've got people like I mean, I'm expecting a big game from the likes of um um these guys who are chasing contracts. He, have you thought about Cam Johnson's contract situation where he's expecting that um that um was it an early qualifying um extension? Now, if he keeps playing like this throughout the rest of the his his numbers are looking less like Macau Bridges and they're looking more like um well closer to Dario Saric. You know what I mean? Um that's uh, probably not that not that low, but
3: yeah. So, <laughs> Easy. I mean yes, we so love Dario,
1: but there's 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 a lot on the line for these guys, um, um contractual wise, so um and Monty's just so good. I have so much faith in him, and i just i just I just feel like they're gonna watch a shitload of film and it's gonna be drilled into them. um and it's not gonna happen again. it's just it's just not.
3: How about you and Daniel?
1: Book, Book doesn't play the rest of the um series, by the way, because we're gonna we're gonna win the next two and I'm just gonna let him keep 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 resting yeah. Be sure. I'm
3: be cool. sure. I'm cool with that,
1: Dan.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I guess it's not a theory, but what I was gonna say is, I felt like it was almost like the Suns listened to too much of the noise, right? Because after Game One, what was it? Oh, they let them back in at the game. Oh, they fucking got out rebounded by a million rebounds. And I felt like they were they they got away from just playing Suns basketball. Like, just go out there and did what you did game one. Like, don't overcompensate. You won the fucking game, and it shouldn't have been that close because they got hot at the end. Like, so who fucking cares? Like, too much was put on. Oh, Val and Junius had twenty five rebounds. They out you know they out rebounded on the offensive end by X amount, or they had twenty five more rebounds in Suns. Like, uh, like at the end of the day, who gives a shit, man? Guess what? They they lost this game. You know, had the same had the same numbers from game one showed up and they won. Like we we'd be, would be saying, what the fuck are people talking about? So I think they got a little they got away with uh, away from that a little bit. And I think that that kind of goes hand in hand with Devin Booker's future first half because he had he had to go off. He had to go nuclear to keep them in that game. Um, I mean, I felt like at the end of the second half, I felt like they could have I felt like they could have pulled away. I think they were by what eight points, and then they gave a back to back threes to the to the Pelicans in that last minute. I think if they kind of just don't do that, don't give up those two threes, and they go into the half up 11 instead of up, you know, five, I think it's a different ball game, you know. But at the, at the end of the day, you know, I think they have to get back to playing Suns basketball, which I just don't think I, – I just don't think they did. And I, I'm sorry, but DeAndre Ayton has to shoot more than six times. He had six shot attempts. Yeah. yeah. It's unbelievable yeah. how he had six shot attempts and – he had six shots shot it a high clip. Yeah, he was four for six, and Jay Crowder shot. He had way more misses than DeAndre Eaton had field goal attempts. That just
3: not happened. Yeah, that was it. Was definitely, and, and that was actually something I was gonna bring up next was what's what's gonna happen with Da? Uh, you know, as as we move forward here now, especially with Bookout. But you know, really quickly before we dive into that, I I look at. You know, the lackadaisical nature that we saw of them. And you know, like I said earlier, I, I think part of it certainly very well could have been they saw their boy go down and, and 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 just deflated them a little bit. Um, and I use this is can probably be a terrible analogy, but you know I, i've get I get kids right, that play sports. And my wife and I always joke around how it's like you can go out there one day and it seems like they just really don't care to be out there. And then the next day, it's like gangbusters, and they 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 they're like, you know, look like world beaters. And it could be they didn't sleep well one night, or they they just you know their 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 hair was done weird, like dumb shit. But point being, shit happens, right? Bad games happen, weird games happen, anomalies happen. But that's why they are what they are, anomalies, right? Uh, like uh, I can't keep track of everybody. Gavin, I think you said it. If it happens again on Friday, then. OK, now I'm going to get a little bit a little bit concerned. But you know what? I I, I think back to and I, I told Dan before you hopped on, I told these guys about a see, super secret episode of, from earlier in the year when you kind of talked me off of a ledge. I go back to that, man, because if I start thinking dark thoughts, I'm like, Dan talked me off of a ledge at one point this season. I'm not going back there when we're in the playoffs, baby. So. Look, lackadaisical <laughs> game or not, uh, yeah. Look, Friday. I, I'm. I can't. I. I just. I wish it wasn't until Friday. I wish it was tomorrow, so we we didn't have right. to wait the extra day. But hey, we'll take the extra day. Let them let let it, let them stew a little bit more and and see how they come out. But let's let's talk about one of those guys. Uh, unless anybody has anything else on that, if you do, say something right now. The
0: only, the only thing I was going to say was um, I sort of went through the same thing. I would have liked to have seen that uh, game a day earlier, but. Um, the positive there is it's an extra day for book.
3: Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, Hey, there's, there's no, there's no harm in getting a little bit of extra time there. I I certainly don't think so. So, but yeah, DA guys, DA, Dan, you hit the nail on the head. uh, As far as I see it in a game like that, he needs more, he needs more than six shots every game period. As far as I'm concerned. But when you have a game where you're in the playoffs You lost Devin Booker, and, well, the offense looked just discombobulated. You need D.A. to be getting the ball. You need D.A. to be getting shots up, especially what we've seen him do there against Valanciunas. And, look, Valanciunas is a fine player. Obviously, he's dominating the boards. But on the offensive side, D.A. is pretty able to have his way with him, at least throughout everything I've seen, right? So you got to get it to him. So I guess really the question is, are they?
2: Daniel, will they? Show they fucking, me. They fucking Show better. Me. They better, They fucking right? better.
3: But I, I go back. They and, better, I think, is the right answer. They better.
2: And, and listen, I love Chris Paul. I mean, I, I've, I've obviously, I, I didn't want them to trade for him, and I was ridiculously wrong for thinking that. Um, but at the same time, Chris Paul does this thing. He did it to Devin Booker. He did it. You know, they came out of halftime. Booker had the nuclear first quarter, and Book didn't have – he had like one or two shot attempts up until when he got hurt. And I'm like – and what I saw was instead of looking for Book, Chris Paul was trying to get into his own rhythm. And I'm like, dude, that's great and all, but did you watch the first half? Because this guy, he fucking fist bumped a baby. That's how hot he was. You know what I'm saying? Like, look for him. And I feel like, unfortunately, he does that with D.A. too. D.A. will be five for six from the floor and dominating. And then they'll run the pick and roll. And instead of, I don't know, passing it to D.A. or throwing up a lob to him, he's trying to establish that mid-range jumper. And I'm just like, I get that. That's all fine and well. We're going to need that come the fourth quarter. But read the room, my guy. Get it to the guy that's five for six. Or the guy that scored 31 in the first half. Like, I... You know, it, it drives me fucking crazy sometimes. It's almost like he's, you know, he's like, all right, you guys got yours. I'm going to get mine now or I'm going to get in rhythm so I can get mine. And I'm just like, God damn it, man. Not now. Not now. Come on. I mean, I can I can I just interject and say I, I'm
3: imagining you don't truly believe that's the reason though, right? Of course you, not.
2: No, no, no. Make of course sure. not. Make sure. make of sure. course not. It's just, it just, it's just like, it gets me. Pissed off to the point where I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And, you know, scenarios run through my head. And it's just one of those things where they, I feel like they have to, like DeAndre Ayton shooting six shots is ridiculous, man. Especially when he, especially when he's, you know, making 70, Mm -hmm. 75% of them. Like you have to give that guy 15 to 20 touches a game. You just do. It's a law of averages, man. I I don't, it's math. It's math that even I can comprehend.
0: You know, you don't even need an accountant for that. That's just science, baby. That's just science. And I think um I think the frustrating thing about that was the fact that Booker didn't play the second half, really, and we still weren't involving DeAndre Ayton on the inside, who was four from six. And as you said, Justin, he he he's he's got Valentinus under control on the offensive end. Um uh, and look, I make no apologies. I'm an Ayton stand and it drives me freaking insane that people basically blamed him for yesterday's game because he didn't get enough rebounds in game one or didn't get enough rebounds in game. Do you guys watch the game? I mean, DeAndre Ayton on defense is switching up to cover off penetrating guards, which allows Valentunas to come in and get these offensive rebounds, and he's not getting the support on the boards. I don't blame Ayton at all when it comes to our rebounds there. The ones where he is one-on-one with Valentunas under the basket... Geez, Did anyone watch Game One where he got shoved basically out of court six times? I, Dude, know that the was insane. That did you like,
3: see? Did you see in Game One the, there was the 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 jump ball, and I can't remember. Yeah, and he was just shoved. And he off. just
0: shoved. I I'm like, how how, how 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 what? And then I, I, and then we get then we get in the same game. Aiton in a wrestle with Valentinus where he he's got that front position. And there was a little bit of arm hooking, and they call the foul on Aiton, and you're just sort of sitting there, going, "What the hell? This is an extension of what we see on the court uh, at times, where exactly what Dan said, Aiton's dominating the game. Why are we going away from that? We don't need to at the moment, particularly when the Pel's are on a 12-2 run or a 14-2 run. Get the ball in there, run your pick and roll, throw your alley oops, give him, give this guy the opportunity to actually contribute to the game because we know that he will successfully contribute to the game. That hook, jump hook, that little floater, Mm. this guy could shoot the ball, so let him shoot the ball.
1: Boyd,
3: anything to add?
1: Well, yeah, DA is a a man close to my heart. I um, love me some DA, but I suppose that was – yeah, I mean, his consistency has always been a, yeah, um, uh, you know, a little bit in question. I think, I think we all want him to dominate all game, right? I think half his problem is that he's he's a nice guy, he's a team guy, and he's happy just to do um, do the work, whatever his team needs. But I think for the for the betterment of of, of his own progression, he needs to take over, and, get, and and demand that shit, yell yell at it, and instead of them running back down the court. And Chris Paul fucking barking at someone. Maybe we could see Da running back saying, "Fucking get it to me." I was there. I got that fucking seventy percent fucking hook ready to go. Get it to me. If we see a little bit of that, a little bit of um, dominance, like I thought I was seeing it in, in in the first game, and I got really really excited. I was like I said before, I was absolutely excited. But um, it just it just feels like that that was enough for him. And he's just not. Um, he was. He was angry. He was. Um, he was dominant in that. Even, even though he got smashed on the boards, you're right, Gab. It's, it's it's by design to 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 a certain extent. But I think I think he yeah. His consistency needs to be better, but it will get better. I think if he just gets a little bit more um, uh, demanding. Is that fair to say? Or like, I don't know. You can you can still no, do I, it. No, I don't agree.
3: He needs he needs to get selfish, right? He needs, to, he needs to want his a little but bit. But how do you um, get
1: how do you get
0: selfish when they're not giving him the ball? I mean, let's yeah, be honest, guys. True. It's Chris Paul. Uh, it's you're not going to sit there and demand the ball off Chris Paul. You 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 respect a player like Chris Paul to make the right decisions. Now, we, we we've, we've any- been in games. We and, and he doesn't I know you said there, boy he needs We all love him to dominate games. I don't think DeAndre Ayton is not Joel Embiid. He doesn't need 30, 35 points and 14 rebounds. And uh, we don't need that from DA. What we need from DA is when we're struggling to score, give the ball to the guy who shoots 70% clip from the floor and allow him just to get us that momentum back.
3: Yeah. 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 No, I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, again, people are going to have to pick up the slack. And there's a big piece of slack that can be picked up by upping D.A.'s touches, upping D.A.'s attempts. Um, and, you know, he, it's crazy, too, to see it change from game to game, right? Game one to game two. Uh, and look, at the end of the day, maybe maybe some of that's by design for whatever reason it is. If it is, fine. So be it. We can sit here and be frustrated by it. But, it, but if it ends up winning the series... Winning the next series, winning the series after that, winning the series after that, then I'm gonna feel okay about it.
1: Do you think if um, if Da got a little bit more demanding, and it was the case of them running back down the court and him saying, "Chris, come on, get me that ball," do you think is is there a nice way that that can be done, or does it end back?
3: I I don't think I don't think that's that that is going to carry any weight on this team i I think that this this team is made of a bunch of guys who have bought into a system know their roles and know that the system is going to provide for those roles whatever whatever that provision is going to be unless you have a game like our game the other night right uh so whether whether a guy goes up and down the court saying you know with his hands up asking for the ball yelling for the ball or not He's going to get the ball. Whatever the system's going to say, he's going to get the ball, uh, and and he's really just going to kind of look like a like like an asshole,
0: right? <laughs> because and as as Dan said, it's it, it comes down to that. So Chris Paul's a coach on the on the court, and he's going to make the call on whether or not you get the ball.
3: Yeah, and look here, I, I think we we've seen we've seen this team win without Devin Booker, you know, and maybe people forget that just like people maybe forget that this team was the number one seed for weeks and weeks and weeks for a fucking reason, excuse me for a myriad of fucking reasons. Okay. We hit it. I mean, adversity. We didn't have to deal with that last year, right? That's what everybody said, even though they can all fuck themselves. That's what everybody said. Well, is this enough adversity now? I, 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 it's enough for me. It's enough for a lifetime, as far as I'm concerned. But it's gonna, make, it's gonna make it that much sweeter. It's gonna make it that much sweeter when Devin Booker's hoisting Larry O'Brien downtown, right? Maybe I'll be back there massaging out his his hammy to make sure it's it's ready for the off season. You know, I, I I'll volunteer. I will volunteer.
0: I'm I don't a, a really team care about the off season. All I want to see is that uh, trophy. He can he can have six months off next year.
3: Amen. 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 Okay, so how about this? Let's play Let's play this fun little quick game. We keep talking about D.A. D.A.'s line on Friday or Saturday for you guys, right? Is that right? Did I get those, those right?
0: Saturday for us, yeah.
3: How about who wants to go first? I, I 20, don't want to put anybody in the spot. 20, 20,
2: 25, 16, 4, and 2. Ooh. What's the two? Two steals. Oh. Two steals. Four blocks.
3: What's the four?
2: No assists? Well, he'll have a couple of assists, but 25, 16, 4, and 2 just rolled off the tongue better. (laughs) Fair.
1: Fair, 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 fair. Who's next? I'll go. I'll go a little bit. I'll go uh 20 and 10. Um and three blocks. 24.
0: 24 points, 12 rebounds, uh, two assists. And, I, I look, DA's not a big uh, block getter. I know he did in uh, game one, but I, I don't think he's a massive block getter. He might have one or two. JaVale comes in and does that magic for yeah. them. But I think 25 and 12 will be uh, about where DA will sit and everyone will uh, jump back on the bandwagon before they jump back off the following week.
3: Thirty-two, nine. Oh, 30. nice. Thirty-two, nine. Two assists, a steal, three blocks, and two three-pointers. Ooh. Are podcast, you to, uh, of opti- uh, podcast of optimism.
0: You're gonna hit <laughs> the. Uh, you're gonna hit the uh, sports book with that one. Oh. oh, 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 oh. I,
3: I, I, I mean, I don't know that there's a sports book crazy enough to give odds on that. one. Well, no, yeah, there definitely is. Uh, actually, full disclosure, gentlemen, I've decided that I'm swearing off Suns betting. You know, I've had a rule of thumb for a very long time. I don't bet on Suns games and I don't. I don't bet on Suns games like the spread unless they're losing, which I did twice this year and it paid off handsomely because, you know, they're awesome. But I do the same game parlays, right? You know, I feel like I feel like I am it's too much bad juju coming from my end. Back to you know back to Dan's darkness Dan's Dan's darkness and my my gambling juju. We're we're going to we're going to affect the world here with with both of both of these changes. So yeah, I no. I do I do suggest that each one of you put a excuse me, allow me to do this. This is for 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 our two Aussie friends here. I do suggest that you guys put some multis down on that. Yeah, nice. <laughs> they don't call them same-game parlays
0: down there. It makes no, we it a don't. lot they're more sense. They're same-game same parlay- multi
1: over here. I've like. never used that in my vocabulary ever. And it's Oh, like, no. What
0: we, what is, uh, look, uh, that's not true. If you bet on the horses and you bet on multiple horses on. over
1: different races, we call it a parlay. But... but but what is a parlay? Just use it in a in – a, I don't know. What does it mean? What does parlay mean? Wasn't that like a pirate's thing? It's a multiple right? Way.
3: Isn't that from 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 uh what was it? Uh, the the Pirates of the Caribbean. He's like parlay. Martin, yeah. Right? Right? You guys remember that? Am I right? know? Yeah. Might be yes. crazy.
0: Didn't they film that in Australia? I don't know. I think number three they might
2: have. Oh, sweet.
1: See. Jack Sparrow,
2: yeah. man. You know, you know, we were we were talking about bad juju. You know it's oh. bad juju? What? You giving up drinking and gambling,
3: bro. Bro, you know, you know how many finals the sons have gone to since I gave up drinking. One, you know, how many finals the sons went to before I gave up drinking. One, a lot
2: more than you know how many finals the sons lost when you start since you stopped drinking. Hey, there
1: we
0: go. Yeah, answer it. It's all all on you, Justin.
1: I'm blaming
3: you, man. (laughs) I think this is the year, this is the year that tells it, right.
1: Uh, I hope
3: yeah. so. <laughs> if, the, if the Suns don't win the title, all bets are off. <laughs> so, so, so
1: when the boys come over, Justin, you're going to have some beers with them, aren't you?
3: I'll, I'll have some Fosters.
0: Is that the no, non-alcoholic one? No, no, nobody right? drinks yeah. Fosters over here. Let, let me make that clear for anyone listening in America. Nobody here drinks Fosters. They don't even sell it in Australia. That's how bad that beer is. It's
3: I don't think crazy. I've ever actually had it. Wait, I, I thought I, I was saying that because I thought it was like a non-alcoholic beer. Is it not? No,
2: you're thinking about duels.
3: Oh, there you go. Oh, duels.
2: <laughs> or, or the new Heineken. They have a Heineken non-alcoholic.
3: You know, it's funny because like, like people say that people like and I'm like, I don't why don't like I prefer to just have like a uh, water. <laughs> I don't know. It's just I. And well, uh, let's be honest.
0: It's beer. beers. Beers. Ninety percent water so that's fair that's a good point i um, am
3: science such an educational podcast i love it
1: i'm really pissed that i can't come over but the fact that you're not coming
3: i feel like i didn't know that you're
1: not coming he's soft no no i can't i've got a baby due in in june june
0: oh I
1: think well, you know,
3: I'm just gonna I'm just gonna throw this out there. Uh, I went to a bachelor party when my wife was nine months pregnant with our second Jesus kid.
2: Jesus Christ, dude! And,
3: and and had oh no, it gets better. And and our so our first was she was like four, and while I was gone, she got sick, and our youngest was kind of sick, but my wife got so sick she had to go to the hospital. While I was at a bachelor party, and and her family, like her parents, were not in town, so she had to be at the hospital with our youngest, just like laying there with her while she was sick and nine months pregnant. To the point where the people were like, "Do we need to have the social services come speak with you?" And my <laughs> wife was like, "No, oh, my husband's just out of town," and I'm like, "Tell me you yeah. were in trouble."
1: In some way, shape or form. Because I would have got fucking strips ripped off of me. Oh,
3: I I I made the I made the multi multi multi-offer of not going and she insisted. So
1: did you pick up her calls? I get in trouble for that all the time. <laughs>
3: did I
1: what?
3: <laughs> did I pick up yeah. her calls? Oh, I tried to I tried to go back when my when when I found out she was in the hospital, which mind you was at like two in the morning. I oh. Got on my phone and sort of trying to book a flight. My buddies are like, "Dude, it's 2 a.m. What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm gonna rent a car." And they're like, "Oh, <laughs> 2 a.m. And we've been like drinking for like two days. You're gonna go rent a car?" I'm like, "I guess I'm stuck, huh?" So I mean, I had the fleeting. I I, I feel like the effort was there, or at least the, not the effort, because the effort would have been horrible. I mean, you I mean, might have it. You yes. might understand. Exactly, I, but yeah, exactly, I, I, I made a, the old college effort, if you will, yeah. so we got way off topic, um, huh?
1: Yeah. Topic? Coming out for my 40th, Justin, and I insist that you have some beers with me, because I don't want to be at a, at a, at a sloppy, um, drunken stage, and you be all fucking judgmental, I want you to be as sloppy as I.
3: Oh, don't Whilst you worry, I, I'm the least judgmental person, well, at least I keep it to myself, so... <laughs>
0: But this, um, this is but, but, exactly what I, can happen I, I with when you put Boyd on a podcast, though, Justin. um Everything gets off topic, and you can't drag it back. You know,
3: but, it's, uh, it's, I'll right. say, it's I'll, I'll say this. It's kind of the same way, if we're going to be honest about it. And, well, you know, and it makes sense because, I mean, Boyd is like the OG of the OGs. Like, we like we go way back, dude. Like Boyd, I think Boyd might have been like the first person, like, I started communicating with on Twitter that I didn't actually know, meaning Paul, pretty much. So, and he just left. Like he got bashful. Look,
1: <laughs> am I back? Oh, he's back. There he is. Yeah, there you go.
2: Now, yeah, I will. I'll say this: that I've already agreed to like drink for Justin at the parade, so I might as well just agree to drink for Justin every time he gets called out.
0: Well, technically, technically, you also agreed to uh, drink <laughs> Justin's amount of beers with us, um, even though it was Justin that agreed for you. Oh, yeah, yeah i know
2: right. i i watched that podcast i listened to that podcast and i'm like well fuck justin's over here writing checks fantastic now i gotta cash hey
3: him. i i write checks that i know you can cash my friend i'm not worried
2: that's a fair point
3: i'm not even gonna sit here and ask you to show me i just know you can do it i believe
2: i believe you've also seen it on multiple occasions <laughs> <laughs> oh, you
3: did. And- usually when recording this podcast
1: <laughs> fair point <laughs>
2: Fair point. I think
1: it's fair that Justin has to buy them beers for you, Dan, since you're. Hey.
0: No, Justin's (laughs) already made. He's already made it very clear that he's happy to buy the beers. He just won't drink them.
2: I think that I think you're confusing Justin with Flex, but. (laughs) What.
0: I don't no, buy Flex beers? Are you saying food. I don't no, buy beers? No, no, beer? no, no. All I know <laughs> is both Justin, both Justin and Flex said that, so we're going to drink a lot of free beer. <laughs> Let's oh, be, I'm not, yeah, for sure. I'm, so. I'm,
2: I'm definitely not saying Justin doesn't buy. But
3: <laughs> Flex
0: was like, what, what a dick.
3: <laughs> I know, right?
2: Flex literally, when we were on their podcast, said, guys, I'll buy beers all night long. I just want to yeah. drink them.
3: Those were his yeah. records. No, I, I heard him. I, I heard. I heard. I heard. No, and
2: man. he also... Wrote checks for me, so I don't have to drink for you <laughs> and Flex.
3: Fucking hell, I love it. I'm, I'm, I, I. Actually, it's kind of scary. I feel like. Actually, if somebody just
2: drives me home, i I'll, I'll be fine. But,
3: but I mean, if you, I mean, if like, if you're drinking for two people that don't drink, do you really drink?
2: Whoa. That's deep, my friend.
3: Did, did I just what? I just, I don't know what I just did. I think I just yeah, went cross eyed. I think
2: he just went Gandhi, dude. I
3: just, yeah, adju- I, mean, I, ba- I basically just adjusted the if a tree falls in the forest and no one's around to hear. I just, I just changed it slightly, you know? It's not a levitating. If, if, if the Suns win the series in five and Devin Booker comes fine next series, did Devin Booker even really get hurt? See? <laughs> I say no. Look, beautiful. All right. Well, hey, you know what? I feel you know- like I've, Whoa, whoa, what's up, boyd?
1: Can I just say how excited I am to be on this podcast? The first ever podcast I ever listened to. Right now, I just all these feelings are um, overwhelming me. And um I remember the first time that I got uh I think it was the, the first you sent me a message at some stage and um you reached out and I was just like Oh my fucking god! I was a, and I still am a big fucking fan of all all of you guys. You keep you keep us guys down 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 yonder in the loop. Um, but yeah, look, I I was so excited and I ran and I told the missus and I said um, I said because my kids idolize Americans, right? They fucking love them. They, I mean, all the um, all the Ryan's toys, like they're just freaking out that I that I was chatting with an American person. And, um, and that son's geek. Um, I think, I think he was on one of our catch ups as well. And he has his own, um, yeah. YouTube. My kids, are, are, are so excited. My, my son's probably going to want to listen to this, my nine year old. So yeah, no, um, thanks. Thanks for having us on Justin. This is, this is a real buzz. Love well,
3: no, I feel like I cussed way too much <laughs> on this episode. <sighs>
1: No, well, uh, compared to Boyd, you uh, didn't. Well, That's
3: a good point. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I totally forgot who I was talking to. My bad. Yeah. My bad. I mean, I mean,
2: Boyd. Boyd. I mean, I can relate because this fanning the Flames was the first podcast I ever did. I was ever on. I just always was always like, man, I'm like you know, you talk about we talked about earlier how like the, these players, it's their job. They get paid handsomely, right? Dude, my fucking dream job is to just is to be fucking like. Joe Rogan, or one of these people with huge podcasts that just get paid to fucking scream into a mic—that'd be amazing because I do it for free right now, so I can relate. First time was ever in a podcast was Fanning the Flame.
1: You 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 filled in for um for for Paul, Mm -hmm. and um weren't you you were introduced? Were you a golfing buddy prior to coming onto the pod? But there was golfing.
3: Dan's not allowed to golf with me. Well, he's getting closer because I'm getting shittier, but that's a
2: whole different time. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I was I was uh so I I met Justin and Paul at, at Summer League the year that they drafted DA. That's when I met Dave. That's when I met all the, you know, all the the Twitter homies that I'm cool with now and some that I'm no longer cool with. Um, you know, I, I met them there. And then I was part of the infamous um Summer League trip. That involved, um, uh, I think
3: you can, uh, you can say it. You can say uh, the name, I'm pretty sure. That's
2: Tompkins. Tim Tompkins, yeah.
3: yeah,
2: I was part of that. And it's I think that's
3: he hesitates on saying a name on this fucking podcast. And it's I'll loud, be honest like, with
2: you, I almost said Tim Kempton, that's why I paused my
3: <laughs> I can see TK doing it too.
2: Um, so <laughs> I, I was part of that trip, and you know, it was fun times. I think we hung out with bloomer and, and Espo and you know that that night we we met a we met a guy that was carrying around a fucking plush tiger a life-size plush tiger and he got these chicks to buy his shots which I thought was awesome because these girls randomly bought the shots because this guy told him to um, but I, that's where I kind of hit it off with these guys and you know that whole night I was just like hey guys thanks for like hanging out. And then it was like numbers exchange. Group chats started being made, and I mean, I now these guys are good friends of mine. They've, I mean, they've been through the ringer with me for some of the shittiest times of my life. So,
1: who, who asked who for the number? Who hit on who? To, to, uh, Justin. Justin definitely dude, hit on me. No,
3: dude, it was fucking Paul. Paul, ad, Paul's, Paul's that one. Paul's like, no. oh, can I have
2: your number? No, no, it, it was it was you. It was you. <laughs> It, it was you because cause Paul originally wasn't a part of our this is me and you texting back and forth and then you just start oh, yeah, with Paul. Yeah,
3: that's right. That's right. Gosh. COVID. Didn't know. <laughs> you know, you know and I was I was actually just sitting there waiting. I'm like, oh how how much detail is Dan gonna go into in the story? Because I mean, we don't need to tell everything, you know. Anyway. As- <laughs> But that's why no, only, hey,
2: that's why I only said the awesome parts about
3: it. I'll say I'll say a couple of things really quick and and this I, this this is a weirdly like positive and happy episode. I mean not of fanning the flames because, you know, podcast of optimism, but considering all circumstances. But I will say, Boyd, appreciate you appreciate your words and also appreciate you just because dude, yeah, like I said earlier, like you're like the OG. Like we go way back. That's a long-ass time, dude, and we're I mean, we were potting like fucking like, I that was probably one of the pods where I'm like, Look, Josh Jackson is going to be a superstar, okay? <laughs> like, those was, it was like that time frame, right? Oh boy, like the brilliant trade to get. Oh, wait, he got both Bender and Chris. What a genius!
1: <laughs> like, again, hey, I through all of it, so you brainwashed me enough to the point where I didn't know who DeAndre Ayton was because he's an Arizona product, right? And um, I didn't know who this guy was. And, you mentioned him within the first couple of minutes of every fucking pod for um, for an entire season, and it was actually a ticker, a timer on. It, it was like, oh shit, we got to seven minutes before mentioning Da. This is back when he's uh, in college or whatever. But um, but yeah, yeah. So that's um, that's what really got me interested in that. So you guys are really shaping my basketball mind. It's not a really sharp one. But you somewhat you somewhat That's
2: scary. That's scary if we're doing that. Yeah, <laughs> right? well, you well, are, if
3: you if your basketball dudes. mind is not sharp, you're being shaped by the appropriate folks. I'll say
2: hey. that. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> fucking uh,
3: And Dan, yeah, you're cool. I love you. I'll just leave it at that, that. Okay. <laughs> All right, but hey boys. So hey, we appreciate you guys coming on because it was super short notice uh paul hopefully is feeling better uh and is 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 he just got a little cold but you know we don't All we don't need paul losing. Absolutely. absolutely paul's looking forward to be on somebody's podcast i know we're, that we're much. gonna we're it's gonna, gonna have him
0: on we've um he's very I much heard a little side him. remark in the a couple of pods ago um <laughs> uh, we're, we're working through it paul we'll, you'll get a message <laughs> soon mate Oh Paul, was, that shit was, was awesome. That,
3: was that the episode when I called him? When I when, when I called him, uh, what's what's the Beatles name? Uh, Ringo. 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 I said,
1: Calm yeah. down. Ringo. That, was,
0: that was the episode. Well, uh,
1: I can't yeah. get Paul on, and for him to spill the shit on you guys
0: because oh, you yeah, got. All, yeah. I, I didn't
1: you,
3: think you, about that actually. Got, hey. Paul knows you a lot a of shit about him, me him, that if I'm not if I'm not there to check it, that <laughs> oh, shit. You know I can't. I might have I might have written one of those checks that I cannot cash, Daniel.
2: Yeah, I will say this. Uh, I mean, I love Paul. I mean, I think he loves me too. I think we're friends. Yeah, um, Jesus, yes. Yeah, you know, but sometimes, dude, but sometimes me and him butt heads. It will go a little back bit. and
0: forth. Maybe we'll go back and forth. So I'm sure bit. he's got a lot of dirt on me. That's which when I sit I there like, and I just smile. Not like Boyd and I. We never butt heads. Where we're right, right. Which um, I will say.
2: I will say this. I give him full autonomy and permission. Just say whatever the fuck he wants about it. <laughs> I
3: love it. Who, Paul? I
2: it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean,
3: what is he going to say? Have, have you no got idea. the same,
0: Justin? Or...
3: For Paul to say whatever... Oh well, yeah, I don't a yeah. shit. <laughs> Paul, <laughs>
2: look, here's
3: the thing. Here's the thing, though. At the end of the day, Paul, like... like he knows. He knows. He we, we still have a... We have a relationship on many... Like, I'm his son's godfather, for God's sake. Like, he doesn't need everything being out there because then he's also associated with that very closely. <laughs> and I'm just saying that also in case Paul doesn't think that he'll listen to this and then he'll think that, <laughs> and maybe we should wrap up this episode of family of the flames on that note. How about that? Yeah, boys? Thanks, for that?
0: thanks for having us on guys. I really loved it. It was, it was awesome to be on.
3: Yeah, no, it was a blast guys. We appreciate it. I had, I had a, I had a lot of fun when I was on with you guys before uh, on your pod. Uh, and speaking of which, why don't you tell the folks uh, where they can find you?
0: Yeah, we're on YouTube, Spotify, all of uh, all of your good podcast uh, locations. Give us a like, a follow, subscribe, um, check us out, Aussie Suns fans um, podcast, and uh, we we just have a laugh. And it's probably a different slant to what you normally listen to on a lot of pods because we do uh, do do it our way. Um, Couple of times we've probably got had way too many beers. We've done a couple of live ones as well after having way too many beers. So, pick <laughs> us out. We we just have a bit of a laugh and a good time.
2: You know what, man? Coming from a guy who's had one, two, three, four, five, six beers during this podcast, um, there's no such thing as too many beers. Just
0: there much. absolutely is not.
2: Facts. Uh, Facts. <laughs>
3: And and that's also why we cannot do live pods. Just you know, for Ooh. the record. Uh, <laughs>
1: oh, dude! Oh, do we play the song? The uh, airplanes over fucking oh, the Oh yeah, dude. It?
3: Oh yeah. No, well, it's, we get it's, to hear it. No, we won't hear it. Sorry, I'm not that technologically advanced. I do like weird stuff afterwards. Anyway, you can find <laughs> me on Twitter. I'm at So Says Jay Dan. Dan D'Orte. One. Paul's at Dervish of World. Whenever he's actually doing stuff on Twitter, the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA, and we appreciate y'all listening. Suns are gonna be fine. Devin Booker's hammy's gonna be fine. We're gonna win the title. We're gonna party with our Aussie guys, except for Boyd. That makes me sad. Makes me sad. And everything be just. And depending on when you're listening, have yourself a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I just